Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Not Just Blowing Smoke, coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop's own studio headquarters in Hooksett, New Hampshire, where it has been freakishly hot Hot. for the last five days. Uh, Be sure and hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening and watching us live on Facebook or YouTube, or if you're listening after the fact on iHeartRadio, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google, or wherever else you may have found this podcast, do hit that subscribe button so that you don't ever miss a thing. I'm Pastor Padrone, your host. <coughs> yeah. And I'm here with my co-hosts, <laughs> Shell and Dave, Brother Broadleaf, and Daved and Confused. And uh, Pat is off tonight. What? And tonight is a very special night. It marks the completion of three years of podcasting on not just blowing smoke wow. hallelujah in three years we have never missed a week and uh this is our 158th episode wow actually one and, uh, that's uh you know whether we're good or not maybe up to debate but being that consistent for three years that says something hey maybe we're like seinfeld we're a show about nothing yep that's basically it <laughs> we're not just blowing smoke but we're all about blowing smoke yeah, that's right Yep, and uh, we are starting out with a cigar that you are probably not going to see a review of on Half Wheel. (laughs) (laughs) The Rojas Street Taco Carnitas. The Carnitas Toro. It is a box press 6x50 cigar with an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper Nicaraguan binder filler. And, um, uh, of course, the joke there is that uh, it's not really a joke. It's probably true but the uh, half wheel is has a uh, is taking a stand against uh, cigars and tobaccos that ha- are named after foods mm-hmm. and they are not reviewing them because they think that uh, naming your stuff after foods or flavors or tastes is a uh, endangerment of the business um but you know when you find something good and you want to share it you share it. Right. And the original Street Taco, which we did on the show, was, uh, frankly for me, a real surprise. It was, it, mm-hmm. it was really good. And it had this like taco-like spice right. yeah. to it. It was like, it really was like, if you could smoke a taco, it, that kind of spice, it, it would go great with a taco. Not would. like yeah, not like it was exactly like a, no. a beef taco but it had yeah, that, the, that yeah the, it had almost a baking per, paprika taco, yeah. a pe- well no not baking spice like a paprika kind of right, spice right. to it right and, it was, and i was very interested and also very nervous about the new connecticut wrap that's coming off of this but the carnitas and carnitas is uh 
the and I know I'm if if any of you are are Spanish Hispanic out there I know you're screaming at me right now I'm probably <laughs> murdering your <laughs> language talk. Uh, so just forgive me as a big Shorter stupid talk. white boy Carntos but um, Carntos. the carnitas is is literally Carntos. you know literally literally translates into little pieces of meat mm. and it, it it refers to a uh, pork based uh, uh, burrito or taco um, that's uh, very common in Mexico and um, this is uh, I, I believe the one thing that's really changed is the wrapper yeah. I don't believe the, the binder and filler has changed all that much they might have tweaked it for this yeah. and obviously it's box pressed as opposed to round yeah. but this kind of reminds me of a nice pork burrito right <laughs> i'm serious this it's got that kind of that smooth creamy flavor yeah, yeah. it's it's really good what, what are you guys uh, picking up from the cigar i'm definitely getting that sense of a a pork filling of some sort like a pork rind yeah even though pork filling of, yes pork mm-hmm. rind Little bits of meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely so far smooth, creamy. I get mm-hmm. a touch of cedar as well. Mm. The retro hail's got a little pop of pepper too. Yeah. Like, boop, yeah. gone. Yep. Nice little pop. And uh, we are pairing that tonight with uh, Jefferson's uh, very small batch whiskey, which, in my opinion, is one of the very, very good um, uh bourbons that's out there that's easy on the wallet you can get it for 30 bucks or less at most places and uh i've had whiskey that's twice as expensive and not as good so this is one of those uh whiskeys where if you see it it's definitely worth getting absolutely uh it's it's some good stuff and i think it's going to go great with the cigar here it's got kind of a lighter flavor to it some floral notes a little bit of vanilla i think going on yeah and um, I think it's going to play well with the Connecticut here, whether it does the same with the, the pipe tobacco we're going to smoke later, nice which is like the exact opposite of the cigar. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. This is nice, kind of creamy, a little bit of spice, but it's like a light medium. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely more on the medium side for me. Medium side, but yeah. it's not a, like a strong no, medium no, no, cigar. No, no, no. You know, yeah. on that range of medium, right. this is on the lighter side of things. Um, and then we're going to go to this real heavy uh, pipe tobacco. We'll see how the mm-hmm. bourbon holds up. Yeah. But um, so far, so good. What do you think about the pairing? Have you been able to get a sip? I took yet? a sip. I'm going to take another. I think I have an idea. Cool. This definitely resembles going to a, a Mexican eatery and pairing. A nice bourbon, mm. you know, with like a a street taco, a carnitas of some sort, pulled pork of some sort. Salted pork. Salted pork. I think the um, Jefferson's really kind of is a complimentary pairing to this. It's kind of got a a nice smooth yeah. creaminess to it on its own, and I think that lends to the cigar. Um, I think it brings out the. Uh, Spice in the retro hill a little bit more. It took away the spice on the retro hill for me. So really? Getting it on the drink itself and on the, mm. on the cigar. It's gone. Let me try that. Hmm. Hmm. It's almost buttery on the retro hill now. 
It's definitely added some buttery kind of aftertaste yeah. to the cigar that wasn't there. Yeah. I still got some spice in the retro. My nose um, is broken, but that, that doesn't matter. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start draining now. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, when you're talking about, you know, as, as we were talking before the show about, you know, the street taco and everything, that kind of got us on the topic of food yes. and everything. And um, this uh, Friday at Twins, uh, we're doing a event with uh, Steve Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco Saka. and Trust. Um focusing on the Stillwell star that they've put together yes. and uh, Steve and Jeremy Reeves, who's the head blender at Cornell and Dale and was the pipe side of uh, the team that put those cigars together, which incorporates pipe tobacco and cigar tobacco are both going to be there. And one of the uh, things that's going to happen at that event is I'm making chili. Yeah. And, you know, talking about the street taco, got us talking about chili. And, you know, that, that just, you know, we're talking with one of the customers who was in the shop before, you know, we started filming here and talking about, you know, I have you made this chili before? Yes, I've made it a lot of times. And, you know, well, what's in it? Ground beef, ground pork, veal, lamb bacon several kinds of beans um which add a lot of color to things i put whole cloves of garlic in it and when you, you think oh my gosh that's horrible when you have when you have ro slow roasted and then simmered whole cloves of garlic for hours yeah they get a sweetness to them Delicious. and they're very tender they're not this it's not like sucking on a thing of garlic right. it's mm -hmm. it's beautiful it's a beautiful it's thing beautiful. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing <laughs> and you know then the spice is all coming together and it you know the chili i um, do just kind of it's got heat but it's not it's not the kind of heat that wipes out your tongue so that you can't speak or taste. <laughs> it's a dry heat. You know, it, <laughs> it, it just kind of simmers and smolders. And so by the time you finish the bowl, you're like wiping the dampness off your forehead. But you're still able to taste and enjoy right. yourselves. And, um, you, know, you know, that kind of brought up the idea of maybe talking about food mm -hmm. with this which further probably will infuriate half wheel the word talking about food <laughs> talking about the street taco uh carnitas cigar but um are there are there rest i i'm i'm known for my chili my chili is something that if people have had it um you know it's a favorite of my family you know guests have come over when they have it they they'll ask for it again it's it's one of those things that i i'm really good at cooking what what are you guys is there anything you guys are really good at cooking and if it's chili what do you what what's some of the things you do for your chili well i have a, a super bowl or not super bowl but a football dip that i make during football season which i'm so excited it's about to start yep um, yep and uh so i uh yes it's <laughs> really 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 good okay yeah i get uh what's in it i get a <laughs> A uh, can of uh, corned beef hash. Corned beef hash. Yeah, I mix it with uh, um, 
a can of chili and then I mix it with a half a can of is this like the chili you get like at the dollar store or no. are you getting like good stuff Dave? Good stuff. chili at the dollar store oh, do that I don't know and then I get mix it with a can <laughs> I of do know. Uh, <laughs> um, medium salsa mm -hmm. and then I mix it with a half a can of medium avocado salsa and then I will throw so in a regular salsa and avocado salsa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a guacamole dip almost. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And then I'll mix in a um, quarter pound of bacon bits with about a pound of cheese. Mm. And then I will. And so you, you it. it's not layered. It's, it's this slow is mixed, cooked. mixed, mixed all together yeah. and slow cooked. It's a hot thing. Yes. So. And then you just get some Tostito scoops and you fill your face. Wow. Yep. How long it does it take you to make a batch? Uh, probably about, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes maybe. That's not so bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not long but, at all. Yep. Um, but it's like that perfect amount of heat where anybody can eat it yeah and be happy with it because mm -hmm. it's like a very tasty heat you know yeah, yeah. and but it's stringy you know oh yeah, you yeah, know yeah. and that's that's my thing it's got to be stringy like dip, <laughs> it's got to be, be stringy texture is important yeah, texture is important yeah yeah dave's always been very tactile nothing but nothing, yeah, nothing cheese, but net. the cheese has to be <laughs> the cheese has to be either vermont or or, or cabot it's got to be huh. you know Okay. Cabot is, is Vermont cheese. Well, there's Vermont cheese and there's Cabot cheese. Oh, there's brands. Yeah. Are you talking yeah, brands? Yeah. Because they both come from both the same Vermont. place. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the same cows. Well, the Vermont well, cows. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Nothing right. from Wisconsin. Well, what about California? Those are happy cows. Mm hmm. Too happy, man. But you only make that dip during football season. Mm hmm. What, why why don't you make it during the rest of the year? I don't know. It's just it was just a thing. I just started making it. I came up with the idea myself when I was in the supermarket and I was like, What would make a really good dip? Like what's my favorite things? And I just grabbed my favorite things, mashed them all together, and it was like, There it goes. My kids were like, Hash awesome. browns, salsa, cheese and yeah. bacon. There you go. <laughs> Do it, Dad. Yay. So and uh and you know, I always got it every Every Sunday when we watch, mm. we watch football with the kids. Well, I mean, one of the reasons I ask is, you know, I think there are seasons for different kinds of foods. Right. Mm -hmm. right? You know, uh, on the one hand, especially with it being like like real feel, like 100 degrees, the last thing I want to do is make chili. That said, the weather's breaking. Mm -hmm. It's going to be in the 70s this weekend. So for us in New England... You know, it's, we're going to feel freezing. So chilly, <laughs> you know, probably won't be so bad. Right. But, uh, you know, again, I, I had people ask, you know, can you, you should do the chili for the event, you know, but normally that would be something I would make in the fall and the winter. I'd love to do another event, you know, if we were going to do a chili based thing, like maybe a chili cook off. Right. Yeah, we should totally do a chili cook off. You know, I, I'd love yeah. to do that in, you know, end of January, sometime February, you know. When it's when you're looking for a good hot meal, right, right. you know, I think I think that really we should, fits. We should do a pie off too. A pie off. A pie off. Does cheesecake help? 
It does for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I'll supply. I allow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> what about you, Shell? Are you like, I know you're a big foodie, but I don't know that you actually cook anything. Oh, I cook lots of things. You cook lots of things. We but are, little, you, are um, you known for, are you asked to do particular things? Yeah. <laughs> We have a little something in my household called Meat Monday. Meat Monday. I like that. Meat Monday. These are extremely optional. So what did you have yesterday? So yesterday we did uh, ribs. Um, So what I like to do is we buy a couple slabs of pork ribs uh, the week before, put a little Dijon mustard to, you know, tenderize. Um, Whether I make the rub myself or my wife wife puts together this really savory, sugary, spicy rub, I just call it a cage rub because we haven't given it an official name. But uh, put that on there. Let that sit for the week. With the mustard. With the mustard. The mustard okay. makes a good tenderizer. Mm-hmm. Just rub it all in. Wrap it up in tin foil. What kind of mustard? The fridge. So I use, um, what is it? Uh, what's the little yellow Dijon? Not Dijon, uh, but the... In the what, the Frenchies? Or the... Frenchies, like yeah. the stone ground, yeah. Mm-hmm. Frenchies stone ground yeah. mustard. So nothing's... Special, just mustard. Right, mustard. You, can, you can use normal mustard if you wanted yeah. to. Let's, I just prefer that for the flavor profile. Mm-hmm. But on um, the day of, pop it in at 250, let that slow roll for a couple hours. Well, actually, four hours. And then four off, hours. Four hours. Just let it roll and let that soak in, let it tenderize. And depending on the time of year, uh, summer, take it up, throw it on the grill, sear it up, let it finish cooking. Um, if it's winter, just turn it on the broil, let that sit for another hour or so. And, Fall off the bone, pork ribs, beautiful mm-hmm. thing, beautiful thing. So four hours at low heat, in low heat, and then an hour at high heat. Yes. In the in the if you're broiling it. Yes. How long would you let it go on the grill? On the grill, um, maybe maybe half an hour if I got a good grill going from cooking other things. Like fifteen it. minutes aside. Right. right. Okay. You Sweet. Get a nice sear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like am to. So hungry. Right? Is that high heat on the grill? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you got to watch out. If you have a a sugar-based rub, you mm-hmm. got to be really careful because it'll burn right up. You know, mm-hmm. that drips down, and as you know, and yes, you see a big fire, so you have to pay a lot of attention to it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stay. You can't just leave. Right, right. Like well, my kids think. Just leave. <laughs> imagine you come back and they'll set it. And what happened? It. <laughs> it's all black. It's a quarter. It's cage like grease. it's literally the size of a quarter. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens, kid, when you leave the burger mm-hmm. like that. Shrinkage. Have you ever heard of shrinkage? <laughs> someday you will. <laughs> yeah, someday you will. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Mm. Uh, uh, that was timely, Dave. <laughs> so now it is, you know, my chili ends up being kind of a year-round thing, but more, more so fall and winter. Dave's you know, thing that he shared is something that he really only does during football season. Is this something that you do a particular season or is it any time of year you think, hey, it's Monday, let's do ribs? Uh, it's I don't have a choice when it's cooked, being that I figured out how to do it in the cold weather as well via, you know, broil. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever it's requested is when it's done. Do you so, like grilling out I, in the cold? Well, no, not in the cold. Because I'm from California and cold here is different than it is there. Here is freezing <laughs> to the bone cold, yeah. and I don't want to be out there in the snow or rain. Yeah. So rain what too. what what brought you out here from from there? It, I mean, it, the the winters here are I, they're not as cold as they are in some places of the country. Right, I'll grant right. that. But but uh, if you're from they can be California, you know, 
um, you know, I, you know, I've already confessed on the show. You know, yeah. I lived in the Orlando area for yeah. five years. Yeah. I have no freaking idea why I came back. Right. Well, I came, I came back be, because of my family. I was having kids. We wanted to be around our extended family. They were all from here. Yeah. You know, but but winter wise, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, uh-uh. I I like those Florida. Right. And I, right. you know, I'm one of these weird fat guys that I would rather be in the heat. Hmm, that is weird. And I'd rather be in the heat, you know, because you honestly your body gets used to it. Right. You know, it's it's like this is a great example, you know, where we've been really, it's been extraordinarily hot for the last few weeks, and um, now it's going to be like a twenty degree difference going into the weekend, and still in the upper seventies. I right. mean, it's not like cold weather, right, right. but everybody's going to be freezing, freaking right. out. People are going to get colds because your, your body's just not used to it. But if the weather stays 90, 95 for four or five months out of the year, your your body does adjust. Right. You know, and my body adjusted. Yeah. And you can't, when you're in those kind of climates, everybody you know has a pool or, or something like that. So even if you don't, you you find some water. you've got friends that do. Yeah, sure. Everything's air conditioned. So it's not like you're stuck, you know, you know overheating. Right. And frankly, the it it's funny, you know, living in Orlando. You know, my wife would go to work at the the uh, she worked at a podiatrist's office at the time, and they it, it was like sixty five inside the office. That's so beautiful. you're wearing sweaters and things right, inside because right. you're so freaking cold. Because it's, when you go outside, so it's <laughs> like you know, yeah, you have you have to wear layers because once you get to work, you have to put everything back mm-hmm. on. You know, it's funny. That's crazy. So yeah. that's a long answer. Yeah, that's your backstory. I got yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's not too much different. I was working in a in a card room in Cali, and the business closed. And then instead of going to work back for you know, like grocery retail or big box, I was trying to find work and couldn't. My father happened to live in Milford, New Hampshire at the time. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, come on out. Kind of try to get a fresh start. And I came out, did a couple retail gigs, and kind of, you know, grew and elevated myself and grew my skills and ended up working for a pretty big corporate company and I stayed. You know? mm. And it's been a good thing for me financially and family wise. Did you meet your wife out here or were you I married did, out I there? Did. No, I met her here. You met her here? I met her, what is it? We just had our second anniversary second. on the 31st of last month. Oh, second anniversary. That is fantastic. Yes. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I remember second. Uh, how long ago was that? Nah. Uh, decades yeah <laughs> it's a very hard thing for me to remember mm. this this december will be uh 32 wow. for me congrats yeah a lot yep. of people don't make it that far nope that's mm-hmm. true that's true but uh, uh i'm i'm fortunate we both we both love each other we're both committed to each other still we both it's all about yep you just stick it out and stick together what I love about mine is she doesn't mind the smell of cigar smoke whatsoever. That is awesome. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, mine does. <laughs> but I have I have uh, kind of put my foot down in, in the sense that, you know, it's what's making the money. It's what's paying for the house. Right. And, you know, she makes her money, too. And, and, you know, we both kind of make sure everything's covered. Um, but uh, she has been gracious and 
given me a room in the house where I can enjoy a cigar or a pipe. She enjoys the smell of pipe a lot better. Right, right. You know, fortunately, well, yeah. Yeah. I go both ways. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> uh, Pastor Padron can be happy either way. So I can smoke what she enjoys more, yeah. you know. But um, that's actually a good segue into the, the cigar confession I wanted to talk about. Because you, oh, okay. you, yeah, you got people who, like you said, you know, don't appreciate cigar smoke or whatever. And, yeah. you know, as I have said before on the show, the... Uh, pastor and pastor padrone is legit and um one of the things that uh, i had to struggle with especially when i was uh pastoring full-time was people did not really know what to do with a pastor that smoked smoked cigars or enjoyed a pipe Mm -hmm. the irony is is that there are a lot more of us than you think and there are a number of uh pastors and clergymen that are uh (laughs) <laughs> regulars at twins yes. let alone anywhere else you know at any given time there might be half a dozen of us up and there's some that come in full frock yeah you know yeah. um and, and all different all different uh, denominations and affiliations and all that but um you know when you're when you're doing that you kind of need to be careful about things you don't want to just be obnoxious about yes you don't want to be obnoxious about it right at the same time, you don't want to, you know, be so untrue to yourself that you know you're, you're not you're not willing to. Yeah, you don't want to be a pushover. You don't want to be a pushover either. There's yeah. not you know, um, there's nothing. I don't think anything ungodly about it, having a cigar or enjoying a pipe. I know plenty of you know. Uh, uh, probably the greatest example to me would be. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, he would smoke cigars to prepare his voice to preach before he started, and he was a freaking Baptist. That's quite the tactic. You know, it's, you know so, you know, um, yeah, but there you go. So, you know, you gotta be, you got to be careful about that, but uh, it's very common where, you know, and I still speak in churches. I'm not pastoring, obviously. I'm, I'm you know, working at Twins full-time, and that's my, that's where God has me at, but I still you know, do fill in and, and preach, you know, on a regular basis. And oftentimes when I'm done, I go out into my car and I want to relax. I want to, you know, and I will light up right there in the parking lot. And every once in a while I'll have somebody and I'm, it's not like I try and hide it. You know, they, most people who've known me, you know, over the, years, it, yeah. over the years, they know that this is where I work and this is what I do and yeah. I enjoy it and I enjoy it. But, you know, you, you do, you have people double, <gasps> double take, take yeah. and, and, you know, you're a pastor, you, you, you smoke a cigar, you smoke a pipe. How can you do that? And it's like, well, it's oh, real it's easy. You go, <laughs> you go yeah, like right? this. <laughs> mm, you have mm. your lighting utensils, your cutter, you know, it helps out a lot. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, and, and, you know, with my wife, you know, I know that, you know, she prefers the smell of pipes over cigars. So I, you know, well, typically if she's around, I'll enjoy a pipe instead of a cigar. It's right. six or one half of the dozen, the other to me, Yeah. you know, but, you know, do you guys, how, how much do you let 
those preconceptions or a, those that that kind of thing affect where and what you smoke you know to me there are lines like i'm not that guy that's going to look for the no smoking sign and light up in front of it and take <laughs> yeah, a selfie and be like yeah i'm doing it Rebel that's that's to me that's that's in your face i mean right. we're trying to we're, you know there's a classiness i think that is part of the whole culture of cigar pipe smoking and and i want to promote that yeah you know at the same time you know just because it offends you doesn't mean it's wrong and yeah, i'm not yeah. gonna just you know stop so what where do you where's the line for you how do you guys handle it mm -hmm. when your friends feel feel this way or that way about it well i think you i think it's uh for me you know i like to respect the space mm -hmm. you know as much as i like to uh express my my freedom to smoke I, I it's just as much as right for someone to express their freedom not to like it right you know and you've got to respect the space mm -hmm. and uh but so i'm not gonna smoke in front of a non-smoking sign or something like that mm -hmm. you know but um have you done that before dave well, when I was in high school. <laughs> well, you smoke it in I, the I boys smoked everything in that high school. <laughs> you weren't smoking cigars I was, in high school. Was you were smoking, smoking something else. I was, yeah, I was high in high school. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate enough also to have a place at home to smoke. Mm -hmm. Even so, while my wife doesn't mind the, the smell, I try to be respectful of you know what's lingering in mm -hmm. the room. So I'm more apt to smoke outside. Yeah, even though there are things in place for me to be able to smoke in my in my space, uh, to your point, she doesn't mind the pipe tobacco at all. Mm -hmm. She does know I smoke aromatic, and she's really, you know, into those smells. Always get compliments, whether it's from the wife or a friend we have, or mm -hmm. uh, when they happen to walk down there while yeah. having a pipe, and they, oh, that smells good, and so what so forth. Uh, if I'm in public. I always want to smoke in public, whether I'm just walking or hanging out. <laughs> We're in public. Whether, I always want to smoke in public. If I feel like having a cigar, it's more than often I'm not I'm going to. Mm -hmm. But I try to limit it to how much time I have. If I'm at an appointment and I'm waiting, I might find a space to sit outside and just sit. As long as it's just not too close to a door, you know, according to state law and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I've been at the mall and waiting for while people are doing their shopping. and just went outside, sat on the beaches. Just enjoyed my time. Mm -hmm. uh, again, I'm not the kind of person that finds places to smoke where people aren't supposed to be smoking. Yeah, uh, I did smoke a couple of cigars in my high school day, so I found you know <laughs> places not on campus to do that. <laughs> no, my first cigar was uh, well. To your point, it was a Philly Blunts. Ah, Philly no, Blunt? no, not Blunt. It was Philly Titans. Philly Titans. Five pack of Philly Titans that I stole from the local Albertsons. You stole and, from Albertsons. Uh, yes. It was easy. They had the Albertsons. counter there, and you know, all you yeah. do is kind of walk up and ask questions and slip, slip, But anyhow. That brings back memories from Florida. <laughs> you guys have Albertsons in Florida? We have Albertsons in Florida. Uh, Publix. Do you have Publix out there? No. No? no. We have Publix, too. Winn-Dixie? No. No. It's all very no. East Coast Southern stuff. Yeah. No Piggly yeah. Wigglies. No Piggly like Wigglies. <laughs> 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 those, were, those were scary stores. Yeah. <clears throat> No, we had our big five or whatever they were. Albertsons, Safeway, mm -hmm. Food for Safeway, Less. Yeah, Food for Less. You wonder how stores like that, you know, 
Why did you call yourself food for less? <laughs> because it's food. Yeah. For less. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the cheap place to shop. Let's it just was, announce it. It really was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, as Dave said, it's respecting whatever space, even if it's your own space. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Very true. Um, is the cigar changing at all for you as we're getting into that halfway point of the cigar? I think it's gotten creamier. Yes. That's what I was looking for. I was going to say a lot smoother. Not that it was harsh in the first place, but that cream is definitely popping now. And just very Seems like the spice yeah. in the retro has calmed down, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it is really, it's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it does remind me of a pork filled burrito. <laughs> I mean, it's that bready kind yes, of, yes. you know, that burrito kind of, yeah, bready, you know, bready creaminess. Bread. You know, it's it's got that little bit of spice, that little bit of you know cream cheese. It's in there mixing little, with that pork. No, mm, like a little pinch of umami, little lard. Mm, yes, meat lard, meat lard. My construction. We probably been... just lost five viewers with that. <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> maybe they'll come back when we smoke maybe vegan yeah <laughs> something <laughs> vegan <laughs> none of the street taco stuff yeah, yeah no. Mm-hmm. no i'm i'm admiring the, the uh oh, we still got five itself. Good. <laughs> still got, <laughs> got five yeah, yeah. thanks Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank oh, you my. thank you yes thank you viewers thank you. i hope you're enjoying yes we're here for you um, the construction has been pretty good. I haven't had to correct yeah, it. Construction's been totally construction's been point. totally on point. Yeah, and so are the other ones. The original Street yeah, Taco, yeah. very well burning cigars, very well constructed. <laughs> Unlike tacos, they hold up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't break. They don't cut. They're not messy. Yeah, you know that that I don't have the ash pile I did last week. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's very very good. Um, you know, again, you know, I I. I, you know, marvel again at the whole, you know, artistic stuff. I mean, artistically, yes. you know, the... Um, <laughs> Can you imagine going up to a blender and being like, you got anything that tastes like tacos? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how do they find this stuff? You know what I mean? It's so funny. It's all funny. I still can't quite get myself to like the whole skull thing. Now, you know, I know the whole... You know, you know. Oh, it's probably like a take on the Day of the Dead and all the that. The Day right. of the Dead. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. exactly what it is, and you know, I, I so I get it. But again, to me, you know, I I, I don't smoke cigars, you know, <laughs> because it's like a devilish thing to do, right, right. or because I'm into death. Or destruction. I, I'm into relaxation. I'm right. into life. I'm into enjoyment, and that's what that's what the cigar brings. Yes, frankly, to me, this is a very enjoyable cigar. Mm-hmm. This would go good with a number of different foods. Mm. You know, what what kind of foods would you pair with this cigar? That's a great question, right there. And I had this the other day at the shop. You know, someone has some jalapeno peanuts mm. in the break room, mm. and that went pretty well with this. Uh, the jalapeno jala- poppers. Jalapeno peanuts weren't spicy as they were savory. Mm-hmm. You got a little bit of that 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 pepper mm. on it, and it went pretty well with this. It was a nice pairing. What would you eat with this, Dave? Um, 
Don't say tacos. <laughs> no, I actually was not going to say tacos. I'm going to wrap this in a tortilla. Okay. Salsa and chips, you know? Salsa With, like chips. spicy salsa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Hot. There is no not spicy salsa in well, my there opinion. Is, literally. <laughs> There's oh, lots of not spicy. spicy. <laughs> That's something else I enjoy doing. I enjoy making homemade salsa. Mm. We we uh, have cilantro growing in our garden, mm. you know, and to, to use fresh tomatoes, cilantro, yes. and so cutting fresh onions and, you know, putting a little bit of lemon juice in there. And, and there is nothing like homemade salsa. Right. There is and, you know, you put, put whatever fresh. spices you want in there to make it as, as savory or hot mm. or spicy as you want. But that fresh flavor... Yes, that you get you uh, that you you just can't get it any other way than right. by doing it yourself right. that's the it, it, it's so different freshly cut peppers and whatnot freshly cut oh, peppers oh my gosh oh. we got some nice little peppers growing at home wow. some nice little hot ones some little you know you know regular green peppers and Banana peppers. I, I'm I'm so looking forward to those. Oh, we're gonna have to collaborate because we grow a lot of herbs at home. You know, mm -hmm. rosemary and mints and basil and things like that. We'll have to we'll have to do another show from the house. Yeah. Um, we've got the big, you know, um, I have my backyard is basically a big garden. Yeah. Um, there's no grass. <laughs> so I haven't had to mow for years. It's awesome. <laughs> But it's you know it's all just garden and stuff, but but it's great to be able to grow your own stuff. Yeah, and, and um, we've got uh, we've got a great vine that we've been growing in the back for the last few years, and now it's like getting all over the place, and yeah. it's it's awesome. That's I don't awesome. know that we're you know really tending it right. Of course, it's more right now for the aesthetics than the mind of growing. Gra and I think the grapes on on this is. They're, they're, it's the more grapes the, of wrath. The, no, well, <laughs> it's the kind of it's the kind of grapes that you would make jellies from, not that you would do for wine or just pop a grape in your mouth. Right, right. They're not that kind of a thing. Yeah. But uh, to do that and start to make your own jellies and jams and stuff like that, that would be really cool. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to I'm looking forward to that happening. Let me know when you do. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. like a spicy jam. Spicy oh, jam is my favorite. <clears throat> I like a spicy jam. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. So, what's the final verdict here on the street taco and with the uh, Jefferson's very small taco. batch? It's a good pairing. I think I would like a drink with a little more agave or, you know, something a little more salty. So something more Mexican? I wasn't going to that. <laughs> <laughs> you want a Corona? I was trying to avoid saying tequila because there's lots of other drinks out there with botanical properties. That mm -hmm. would go what well. about a gin? A gin could go yeah, well. Yeah, like, like the monkey one. The monkey gin? The monkey gin. The monkey gin. Monkey 47? Yes. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the only gin Dave really likes is the most expensive gin on the market. <laughs> <clears throat> That's to his taste. Mm-hmm. Dave, um, yeah, I would, I would definitely like something a little bit more kick with it. But I thought the pairing was well. Yeah, um, the cigar was it was uh, again surprisingly delicious. You know, nothing like being able to smoke something that you ate 
you know it's it's kind it's kind of sensory weird like that right um but yeah i'm i thought it was i thought it was uh complimentary complimentary parent a complimentary complimentary pairing what does that mean complimented are you just stuttering or are you trying to say something by that i'm just gonna leave my audience daved and confused (laughs) well done sir well done (laughs) well the cigar in my mind is excellent uh if the carnitas is a medium-bodied connecticut with uh some spice and flavor that you do not normally find right. in a Connecticut wrap right. cigar. It's definitely unique. I think it's going to have a great place in the humidor. Very excited about it. Um, and uh, glad we have it here at Twins. Uh, kind of like you guys, I thought the, the Jefferson's, you know, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was a good, good pair. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But nothing wild happened with it either. Right. You know, it, it's almost like they were so similar to me. That it was like, you know, this is creamy smooth, a little bit of spice. This is creamy smooth, a little bit of spice. Right, right. And, you know, it just you know, went well, but didn't really change anything right. in the cigar, nor did the cigar change anything in the drink. Correct. You know, but again, to get a, a thing of a nice, a nice bourbon like that for under 30 bucks, can't complain. Cannot. Can't complain. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to move to a very heavy pipe tobacco called Night Watch from Captain Earl's, which is... Captain uh, Earl's. That's full-bodied stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of going from one extreme to the other. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. Get your pipe. We'll be right back. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Where is the pipe tobacco, Dave? Oh, that pipe tobacco. Right there. Let me see. There it is right there. Captain Earl's Night Watch. This is a tobacco that came into the store because I had a customer ask for it multiple times, and I said, I'm getting tired of special ordering this stuff. Let's just bring it in. And then I uh, popped a tin of this stuff, lit some of it up, and went, wow, this is really, really good. Captain Earl's, with the exception of uh, Honor Blend, is a series of very very serious english style blends that are all in crumble cake format um this is manufactured by uh cornell and deal it's an english blend latakia virginia oriental no flavoring it's a crumble cake um and it's a uh, very much the opposite of the street taco carnitas um it's v- very full flavor, very smoky, very rich. Um, uh, I think it's full bodied. Um, I would say also that it's it's a almost a full strength kind of tobacco as well. What do you guys think? Oh, Virginia's hit me right away. Mm-hmm. Just as soon as I put the lighter in, it's just both Virginia's. The smokiness is definitely there as well. Hmm. Gee, what is Maybe it's my yeah, bowl heats it's up very, a little uh, more. Yep, it's very savory. Very smoky. Yeah, from the tin, it says Night Watch is a mm. deep, rich, and full of smoky Latakia. Mm. This old-fashioned crumble cake is the perfect blend for those quiet, contemplative moments. Whether standing in the Night Watch on the deck of a clipper ship 
or in the comfort of your study. Because I find myself doing that often. Mm. Standing on the deck of a cool picture. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing about this, too, is that it's very, it's got a strong taste to it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's gentle. It's very smooth. There's there's a real smoothness to it, but it's very smoky. Um, that mesquite, yes. smoked mm-hmm. mesquite kind of feeling that Latakia also uh, also always br- brings to my mind. Um those deep fruit tones from the uh, Virginias are definitely there, and they're there in spades. Um, and uh, there's that nice, you know, kind of sweet and sour kind of citrusy spiciness and floral note from the that, yeah. uh, Orientals there. Retro Hill has definitely got some body to it. Mm. Mm, very good. good. Just, just smelling the tin itself. That that hickory mm-hmm. is really that, yes. Thank you, hickory. Yeah. It's yeah. A, yep, that woody hickoriness with the mesquite. Oh, it's so good. It's really like good. this is definitely like a really good after meal smoke. Yeah, you know, after a good uh, carnitas. This, <laughs> right. This is good. <laughs> it's a good follow up, <clears throat> and it's it's kind of funny, you know the. I'm enjoying this a lot after the cigar, mm-hmm. you know, some, t- you know, just like, you know, when you, um, you know, what you eat or what you drink can really impact how you enjoy something or experience something. I think the carnitas actually kind of set me up to enjoy this a little bit more, to be honest, yeah. you know, um, it's definitely like having a, a light something. I won't call it an appetizer, maybe mm-hmm. like a, a light meal before having something more full. Lots of smoke here from this as well. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're normally a aromatic uh, pipe guy. What do you think of this uh, kind of full-on English blend? Lots of flavor, but yeah. it's a totally different animal than a oh, for like sure. an autumn evening or something. No, I like it. And again, I, I, maybe you guys could vet this out for me as the veteran pipe smokers. I don't feel it's so full body as opposed to a full body cigar. Maybe that's why I'm just kind of mm-hmm. crossing things up. But it's definitely also more robust and mm-hmm. aromatic. I don't, I don't know if it's just me, but I also feel like every time I smoke a plug or a crumble cake, it's always smooth. Mm-hmm. It's very smooth. And it's always got like a, a creamy texture to it when uh, I have a crumble cake. That has something to do with the cut itself, or is it just dependent upon blender? I think it has something to do with the type of cut. I mean, we just did a show a couple weeks ago on how Mm -hmm. the cut of the tobacco makes a difference. I think the crumble cake, you know, just um, marries the tobacco, you know, a little bit more than just a ribbon would um, and, and add some smoothness to the blend um just by virtue of how it's presented um maybe it's because it takes time to press the cake mm-hmm. yeah you know time and on. pressure yeah, yeah. And, and that gives it a little age factor to it mm-hmm. i'll do fine with pipe tobacco i get all the components almost immediately mm-hmm. right upon lighting it up and i can 
taste everything on the palate as opposed to a cigar where sometimes it takes, you know, getting down to the second half or the last quarter. It's funny, it's funny you mentioned that. You know, that's something that I hear a lot. Paul, when he was on the show, said the same thing. Um, Nick, who was on the show, nicotine, prison Nick, uh, the same thing, that it was much easier to pick out the different types of tobacco used in a pipe than in a cigar. And that, and that helped learn how to discern right. the different yeah. kinds of tobacco that are in a cigar. Yeah. But it, it really, it, I, I totally agree with that, that it's um, a whole lot easier to say, oh, that's a Virginia, than, than mm-hmm. to say, oh, yeah, yeah, that uh, uh, Oro tobacco, I really right. taste that, yeah. you know, or that... That Dominican little bit that's in here, you know, that really makes a big difference. It's harder right. for most people to right. pick those things out. You have to know um, your wrappers and binders. You have to know that a Cameroon is a little more grassy than, mm-hmm. you know, a normal or the other wrappers. But to your point, almost every time I really like get everything on my palate and I can divide it up on the spot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, how do you think this is going with the Jeffersons? Let's find out. I haven't even tried it yet. Yeah, to me, I just feel like this is so good. To me, the the kind of smooth, almost creamy notes of the Jeffersons, you know, does something to the tobacco here. I think it kind of adds to the creaminess of the tobacco and makes it a little bit smoother. Mm. I, I get that. like an aftertaste of caramel. Mm-hmm. I could, to your point, I could see that both ways. The spice of the whiskey itself is kind of toned down. Mm-hmm. And this has, uh, the pipe tobacco has become a lot creamier. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it becomes a lot creamier after you. Let's, uh, I'm going to smoke the glass here, so <coughs> uh, discuss something while I do that. Discuss, discuss. Things, discuss? Discussion things. Discuss. Things to discuss. Us. We discuss some things. Mm. Things and such. I like your drag pipe. But I really you. do. We have a couple more drag pipes in this year for the upcoming pipe events. Oh, yeah. And as we know, they're all went off. So if you're looking for uh, the Brother Broadleaf style mm-hmm. Dracula pipe by Peterson, stop in the shop and check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a big pipe event featuring Peterson Savinelli this Saturday, the August 13th, from uh, noon to 4. Um, from noon to four, Jeremy Reeves from Cornell and Deal is also going to be there. And we have an event uh, going on called Jefferson's with Jeremy. Woo-hoo. Half the reason I chose this tonight was to kind of pre-game, pre-game the uh, event. We're going to have two different, uh, you know, Jefferson's has a number of different variants out there. Uh, Tequila Talia, who reps oh, Jefferson uh, yeah. for us, is bringing a couple of different bottles. We'll have... Um, Two different kinds of Jeffersons there, and for twenty-five bucks you can come back. You can get a couple of, you can get a, a shot of each, and um, pair that with some blends that Jeremy uh, has blended for Cornelian Deal himself, uh, including the Boston Tea Party in Queen City, which he makes for twins exclusively. Mm-hmm. But along with that, we have uh, a tin for people to try of. 2019 Carolina Red Flake, Ooh. and uh, also a tin of 2019 Sun Bear, the original release of mm. Sun Bear, as well as this year's release, Mountain Flower, which oh. has been 
a huge, huge, huge hit. Yes. I mean, yeah, we had I a customer buy a tent and come back buy ten more. Yeah, yeah it's 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 and one of those two more the next day. It's <laughs> it's it's funny, you know. We we get more tens of the small batch because of our relationship, great relationship with La DC Distribution Group that owns Cornell and Deal, um, than most places get. You know, and you know, I went over the top this year getting set i ordered 75 tens which is more than double what my allotment was right. and they gave it to us and um you know what it wasn't enough nope. and uh more than about two-thirds of it was gone in two days mm-hmm. uh and um there's not much left at either store yeah and uh, i was fortunate teams. They, you know, this year's uh, Sun Bear, I think they knew from the previous couple of years that uh, it was a big hit and it was probably going to be a big hit this year. So they made uh, a lot more of it. As we said last week when we had it on the show, they did 15,000 tins. Mm-hmm. Last year was 10,000, I think. The first year was 4,000. So they've they've really gone up, right, you know, right. each time. Um, I was able to get uh, another 28 tins delivered to the store. Nice. Um, so in total, we've, we've had over a hundred tins and you know, there's most of that is already gone. Yeah. Um, and today would be a week, a week of having it out. And, uh, that's just unheard of. It really is. You know, it's, it's crazy. It, I almost reached for the, the carnitas. <laughs> I really enjoyed that cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did too. But those tobaccos will all be available for you to enjoy with, um, uh, the Jefferson's bourbon and you get the two pairings for 25 bucks. That's a really great deal. And then we have. Uh, a great selection of pipes from Savinelli and Peterson to kind of put it in perspective. Uh, it's about 16 grand retail of pipes that are on display. And um, if you decide to buy a pipe at the show during, during that day, that $25 that you paid for the bourbon and time with Jeremy, you can actually have as a credit towards a pipe. Um, so there's a great uh, incentive there. And then uh, later that afternoon, Jeremy's actually doing a dinner with us. Dinner on, The first dinner on the deck at Twins is going to be a pipe dinner. <laughs> you fools. You will laugh. Oh, my gosh. It's, I'm so looking forward to it. It's a great, great, great thing. There's, there's like literally maybe four or five tickets left. Um, the thing is basically sold out. And... Um, right right now it's already packed but there's not going to be any tickets left by the time saturday comes right but but uh he's during dinner um he's going to be doing a blending demonstration of how he puts together boston tea party which is something that he makes exclusively for twins um that's going to be awesome you know and like i said last week he's never been in new england before jeremy reeves um, and the fact that we're going to get to see how he does his work is amazing. And the 
the ticket for the dinner, 80 bucks, actually, you know, not only gets you the dinner, but includes a tin of Boston Tea Party, three different pairings throughout the dinner uh, with, with um, local done bourbons that have all gotten gold awards at the last uh, bourbon um uh, <laughs> awards thing <laughs> that happened out in, in San Francisco. Yes. Um, the owner was actually featured in Forbes. It's, it's, it's awesome. And, um, again, if you ha get a ticket for that, you can show your ticket at the pipe show and get $25 off of a pipe, um, at the pipe show. So there's a couple of different ways that you can get yourself a, a break off the cost of a pipe and have a great experience too in the process. So, very excited about this weekend mm -hmm. and um both steve saka and jeremy reeves will be on our podcast on our third year anniversary right. which is on a special night next monday mm -hmm. um instead of a tuesday we we did things a little bit differently because of scheduling and all that wicked pumped about that are you guys pumped about that I'm it's been a while since we've had awesome. some guests on the show yeah. mm -hmm. and uh i'm really excited about that oh yeah that's going to be great we're going to be smoking the um <clears throat> Stillwell Star Navy. Nice for that. And uh, also uh, uh, Cornell and Deal's Black Frigate, Ooh. which is another blend that I believe uh, Jeremy did for um, Cornell and Deal. Nice. Although I'm not entirely sure about that. But we'll find out. <laughs> it's going to be good either way. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. But are you thinking this is going, the Jefferson's is going well with uh, this blend here? It's definitely complimented. It's going back and forth. You know, one is mellowing the spice, one is kicking up the spice. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice rotation, I think. Dave, mm. what about you? What do you think? I believe it. I believe you. I believe it's, uh, it's also a... Yes? I don't know whether it's contrasting or complimentary, but it's... uh. It's. I feel like it's the pipe tobacco to me is making the the drink richer, and I feel like I'm getting more of the the smokiness out of the pipe from the from the drink too. Mm, so good. I think it's very. I think I think I would say it's complimentary. Mm. It's kind of a tug of war, you know, yeah. you go back and forth and between it being complimentary or or contrasting, or between what it's doing to the pipe versus what it's doing to the drink all of that <laughs> <laughs> yes. wow welcome to dave and confused mm. like, I'm, I'm confused right now mm. it, it's it's going together but again i'm getting a lot more smokiness on the pipe and the spice on the drink itself is a little more amped Mm. Well, again, it's this tug of war of what they're, what they're, how they're reacting with one another. Is it a tug of war that's pleasant, or is it a tug of war that's causing issues? Well, it's pleasant, but it's difficult to pin down an explanation for mm. it. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the flavors are just kind of like murmuring. Now, yeah, you mentioned in the first half of the show, Shell, that, that you have uh, uh, meat Mondays. Mm -hmm. Are there other, is the rest of your week so regimented? with types of foods once upon a time yes when i had a much more traditional schedule mm -hmm. uh, we would actually we had a, a little whiteboard on our fridge where monday meet monday tuesday taco tuesday 
and Wednesdays I would put, you know, family night or whatever I decided I wanted to cook. Mm -hmm. But um, nowadays it's more dependent upon what we're feeling that day. Mm. We'll shop for what we want to eat that week, right. but not necessarily plan it out so hardcore okay. these days. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's not so much a, on Monday we have this, Tuesday we have this. You know, right. Well, Mondays is definitely set in stone. It's meat Mondays that hasn't changed in mm, a couple okay. of years, but okay. uh, the rest of the week is a little more free, a little more open. Do you do fish? Yeah. What kind of fish do you like? I like haddock. Dead haddock. Uh, I like a squirming too. I like uh, haddock. I like squirming haddock. Salmon. I'm more the fresh fish, as in. Almost not dead. Um, not dead. My, <laughs> so, so what, like, like a my, crustacean lobster there? No, we're talking like um, squid, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, she loves seared scallops. Mm -hmm. So and I've been practicing that, trying to get it just the way that she likes it. I'll eat it just because I cooked it. But it's, uh, <laughs> I think my favorite thing to make is um, a seafood Alfredo. Ooh. We have some mussels, some scallops, some shrimp, mm -hmm. uh, some fresh mushrooms. Mm -hmm. I make my own white sauce, so that goes over very well. How do you make your white sauce? So I like to get some half and half, some sour cream, some good Parmesan trees already shredded. Mm -hmm. Mix it up in there, Just a slight bit of butter. Not mm -hmm. the wood pulp. And I tend to throw things in there, whether it's a little bit of rosemary or some minced onion or garlic, and mm -hmm. kind of give it some flavor. But mm. That sounds very, well. very, very good. And uh, like your daughter, I prefer angel hell pasta, but that's not the popular thing. In my yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yep, yep, we yep. should go with traditional spaghetti. <clears throat> with, with, with those kind of things, I prefer more of a linguine. Yeah. You know, with, with those. Yeah. But, you know, I, but I'm, but I'm easy going. You know, I could angel hair, fine. Spaghetti, fine. <laughs> you know, so linguine, fine. fine. You want, you know, egg noodle, fine. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> you that know, would be we need to make like a, a lasagna out of like a layered. Out of what? Out of like your white sauce. And, oh, that's a good idea. Mint so much. Take it. Yes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe like a spinach ricotta mm. white sauce. Yeah, lasagna. there we go. That, that's another thing I like to make is a fish chowder. Ooh. I like, you know, and I, I'll get some some um, crab and some fish, you know, whether it be haddock or maybe some tilapia or, you know, I've used swordfish before, yeah. you know, whatever kind of fish in there, some scallops mm -hmm. um, and uh, clams. And then, <clears throat> you know what? I, to me, really makes it is, is instead of using like a butter in there, which yeah. you might often use, I'll, I'll put in a can of um, Sam Adams summer ale. Mm. And that kind of, you know, lemony, you know, thing Gosh, just yeah. goes great in there. Some half and half, That's you really know, good, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, some, you know, onions and carrots and you know, maybe some celery or something that chopped up good. nice and just, yeah. and then make that nice and thick. Oh, that's, that's so good. Talk about a winter meal. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a great, that, mm -hmm. that does not last long in my house. <laughs> so that, that, a bowl of that is really filling, that sounds you really know, good, actually. you know, get some good potatoes in there. Uh, you you got to have some you. potatoes in a fish chowder. Mm -hmm. You got to have potatoes. Taters. Mm -hmm. Taters in a fish chowder. 
Yeah. Boil them, roast them, stick them in the stew. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you do any fish, Dave, cooking? No. No, 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 no unless it's uh, fish sticks. Fish sticks. <laughs> Which is It sounds really like fish. most of what you cook is like from Bacon. a can or from a bag. Mm. Dave cooks bachelor style. I dig that. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that. We do a lot of recycling can really quick, but you know, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. We do a lot of hamburger helper. Hamburger helper? Yeah. Not my favorite. Do you like hamburger. spice up the hamburger helper or do you just use it? Well, we throw a lot of cheese on it. Um, it certainly helps. We do, uh, <laughs> it does certainly help. The, uh, we do a lot of casseroles. Mm. Uh, again, can but soups. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. You know. We'll throw, uh, you know, chicken tenders in there. And, wow. You know, bacon cheese we'll with hamburger it. helper no no like we do <laughs> i got like cream of potatoes cream of bacon cream of broccoli you know and um we'll throw that in there with like chicken tenders and uh um and then we'll do a top layer of like uh bacon and cheese it sounds so bad it like probably... like full strips of bacon full strips of bacon Bacon and cheese is always a good thing to add to anything. So mm -hmm. yeah, you on that. Yeah, I can't can't really disagree with that. We do a uh, <clears throat> like a, a, a Mediterranean, you know, tilapia that I like, where you, you take the the tilapia fillets and you um, egg them, bread them, shower, you know, flour them, and then you mm. you know saute those yeah. and get those all nice and and. Uh, then you you know after after you've cooked all that stuff in the pan you know you saute some onions you know and then uh diced tomatoes on top of that mm. you know fresh you know uh basil and uh garlic and and stuff like that and 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 then cook up some noodles and and put the put that kind of sauce you know over the over a uh, fillet or two of the fish that's sitting on top of a bowl mm. of noodles or something that's just that really good. good my that kids really good. love that too i bet mm -hmm. getting hungry you can adopt me yep. that day you make that mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it might be might be a good thing here yes. so um here's the would you rather question tonight would you rather have uh, the cigar pairing or the pipe pairing, again. Mm. I feel like I said it the last time, but I'd rather have the cigar pairing with a different type of beverage. Mm. You did say that last yeah. time. It's just working out that way the past couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Again, whether it's gin or tequila, something with more botanicals in it, mm -hmm. I think that would really work with the cigar. Dave? Um, I actually am totally in love with this pipe pairing. It is... It's delightful. It's kind of contrasty, but more complimentary. And um, I just like what they're what they're doing to each other. Really nice. Dan. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the pipe pairing. Um, I think it was a much much better pairing this way. It was good with the cigar. It was better with this. I I, I still don't think this is fantastic. Right. 
but um, I think that the depth of flavor and the contrasting flavors of the tobacco interesting, yeah. um, makes for a much more interesting pairing with yeah. uh, with uh, the Jeffersons. And again, you know, I would I, I would be totally happy doing both. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if I had to choose, I would probably go with the pipe. Mm. You know, you say the night watch does have a good room note. Mm -hmm. It's definitely on the sweeter side, which I wouldn't expect from a full body pipe tobacco. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very nice stuff. All right. Uh, again, next week, it's a very special episode on Monday, the 15th. It's our third anniversary episode with Steve Saka and Jeremy Reeves. We're going to be smoking the Stillwell Star Navy and Cornell and Deal's Black Frigate. It's going to be an awesome episode with both those guys on here. You're not going to want to miss it. Make sure you're with us next Monday night, August 15th, 8 o'clock, right here on Facebook and YouTube. If you're not with us live, then you'll be listening after the fact anyway, and who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a great show. You're not going to want to miss it. Thanks for being with us tonight. We appreciate it. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is not just blowing smoke. Rolling with the top down, smoking on a fat cigar.